Okay, so we're doing something a little different. We're um, we're doing the social distancing thing, but recording. Well, we're we're recording from my backyard, but maintaining this is this is what ten feet, fifteen feet. We're probably apart. Yeah, ten it's, to fifteen feet. It's substantial, and uh, we had to. We ran into some technical difficulties, so we're still using the remote recording thing, even though we're like 15 feet away. <laughs> so right now, like the sound is going through our microphone to the internet and then bouncing back to you. Although I guess you just hear my sound waves from my voice. Right, right, right. That's how sound works. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we tried to watch a YouTube video in order to uh, uh, fix the two mic problem but it still wasn't working so this is fine i mean and, it's nice out we're in Brett's beautiful backyard highland and yeah it's awesome and it's just it's just another reminder that we are amateurs we're not we're not i mean our content is pro but our right. Right, right. <laughs> our actual managing of it uh we're working on it so it's nice to be outside it is it is and i mean i try to head out as much as possible anyway but this weekend seems different although although the uh, restrictions in Lake County don't really open up until next week I've noticed that people pretty much think it's no they're lifted here also yeah yesterday and no no it's hard to say actually because you know yesterday was so nice out and today people just might be driving around i don't know but there's a shit ton of people at menards and home depot i'll tell you that much did you go there no oh i drove by there this morning yeah yeah i mean i drove by there yesterday and it's the parking lot's jammed and i just noticed like friday maybe uh menards has a has a line outside and and mm-hmm. I didn't notice that before. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's such a huge door. Maybe that's why. I'd be interested to know what they're keeping their numbers at. Right. You know, or if they just want people staggered going in because that's how Meyer is every morning, right. or at least this this morning and some of their busier mm-hmm. mornings, I guess. Right. That's how Whole Foods is also. Yeah. They stagger. They have a person outside counting people exiting and entering yeah yeah um there's definitely more people out and about i went i went by home depot and menards right before we started recording and i couldn't believe how many people were there it's it looked like you know home improvement christmas or something it was it was crazy and um it's still weird to go to past other stores though and not see anybody there you know and like shopping malls and stuff so strip malls Kohl's and target or target it's open yeah Kohl's and best buy aren't though are they best buy has uh curb curbside delivery but i mean that's a fraction of what you usually see in there you know but like Kohl's and like famous footwear and like five below and those those other like so you just have this like large swath of strip mall that there's Mm -hmm. there's nobody there and um i don't know it's it it 
makes you wonder like how much like what the hell are people buying <laughs> you know like yeah I there's mean, I, it just, it's another reminder of like how big the world is that like every day those stores are full you know or the parking lots are full and i go to five below like once every two months because my kids want to go and i'm never in famous footwear or some of the other stores there you know or i used to frequent famous footwear but not not in the last like two or three years yeah so you do ship you mentioned that multiple multiple times on here um how do you feel about how how you're protected um because i read an article like like workers for shipped in instacart in amazon possibly uh try to stage some type of like walkout in the last couple days and what's your view on it you're out there i mean you started wearing a mask like two weeks ago right yeah i i I know that's been kind of gaining steam with instacart i haven't seen anything about it on with shipped although i'm i I, i'm not really on facebook very much so i don't know maybe there is some stuff and i'm just not paying attention to it because i'm not really spending much time on there but um yeah my like i don't feel my 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 thing was like it's it's a it's there's risk obviously and maybe this is like kind of a dumb thing to think about it but like i'm a i'm a healthy person and i know healthy people get it all the time but i think i actually have some of the uh oh that's not going to happen to me right. issue about it, which is horrible and well, i know well, it I can mean, basically you know Right now in your house, you're Clark Kent, but when you're out, you're like, fuck, man, I'm Superman. <laughs> maybe that's it. Yeah. Maybe maybe the uh, the shipped shirt is like the equivalent of the super, <laughs> Superman. What is it? Green? It's green, yeah. Like green Lantern. Just <laughs> green. Don't touch anything yellow. I hope not, man. I watched the beginning of that movie and it sucked. So, um, okay, so don't is is um that the ryan reynolds one i think so don't let that piece of shit um (laughs) let you judge the whole uh green lantern character okay okay i won't green lantern kicks ass But the whole thing about that, like, so like every every character has to have a have a weakness, and his his is yellow. So if you throw a fucking banana at him, like his uh, like his uh, ring couldn't block it because they had to give an impurity, or else he'd be the the green lantern core would be too powerful so it's yellow right right and uh then back in the the i think they called the golden age so like the 40s and 50s uh there was a green lantern on an alternate earth and uh, (laughs) so uh, uh weakness was was wood (laughs) 
So I need to be through a fucking two by four at him and knock him out. I wonder what would trees count? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, and the double whammy would be uh, if you threw a fucking number two pencil at him. Oh. <laughs> he screwed that. Right. So Superman has kryptonite and Green Lantern has yellow. Yeah. Uh-huh. Man. And you no know, Aquaman has you know, if he's on land for too long. So he's basically a fish. Right. I mean Aquaman, you know, I guess. Hawkman. Don't even get me started on fucking Hawkman. <laughs> I don't even think of I don't even I've never I I couldn't pick Hawkman out of a lineup, I think. Well, I mean, he has huge-ass wings, and he wears, like, a hawk uh, cowl. But, like, <laughs> Do you... Hawkman's, so Hawkman's wings are like this harness. So, like, if he doesn't have his wings, he can't fly. Okay. So I mean, the superpower is those fucking harness wings. Yeah. Without Do you the think harness, he's he's just some fucking guy? <laughs> Do you think at some point the people creating comics like ever doubted what they were doing and were like, you know, okay, let's create this guy and this sounds cool and oh, okay, they they like Superman, they like Batman, they like Spider-Man and okay, let's see what else they'll believe. Let's see what else they'll go for. Are they going to are they going to go for Hawkman? And then when they do they're like, "Holy shit, they bought it." But who else, what else can we right, do? Right. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess that's the key to creativity is just to keep pushing it. I mean, yeah. like yeah. I mean, what else can we come up with? Like you have the atom and if people notice you know we have one listener that will notice for sure and his wife and kids will also i haven't mentioned any marvel characters um i i'm strictly a a a detective comics fan but um (laughs) no you have that's dc for everybody else listening (laughs) listeners would be adam and kelly heaton their kids uh, lucas and delia they wouldn't know what I'm talking about, but like, you know, you know, there's a character called called the elongated man, <laughs> and he's like fucking rubber. So, like, if you wanted to like pull that grill in your neighbor's yard, you just like move his hand over there and his arm. So will that's reach that. So in the in the Pixar movie The Incredibles, mm-hmm. the wife is Elastigirl, right? Which is basically the same thing. Like she can just make her whole body like elastic well, or I rubber or whatever. That's a common theme because to jump over to Marvel, there's there's pla- there's a, actually I think DC has Plastic Man, and I think in the Fantastic Four there's which is uh, Marvel, there's a kind of a rubbery character. I, I've just never been able to keep any of those straight. I don't know who's DC, who's Marvel. Right. I, I guess I know some of the Marvel guys just because Ben, my son, likes the Marvel movies so much. Right. So if they're in the Marvel movie, apparently, like Iron Man and mm-hmm. um, 
I don't know. I can't think of any yeah, Spider-Man I mean, the, or Spider-Man's Marvel. Right. I think, like, to me, the, like, popular movies and shows are mostly Marvel. Yeah. I mean, they do really well. Batman's DC, right? Yeah. Batman and Superman? Yes. Okay. And Justice League and Green Lantern. Like... Even though I favor DC characters, like I'm not gonna lie, I uh, I think Marvel probably has better characters, multiple characters. So like Marvel, you know, you've got the X Men, you've got Wolverine, then Iron Man, the Avengers, the Hulk, Spider Man. Punisher, Captain America, Black Widow, like the list goes on and on. Yeah. Detective Comics, Batman is the best comic book character ever created for the record. Uh, <laughs> and there's Superman. <laughs> there's a huge fucking drop off after that. <laughs> like, there's Hawkman. <laughs> there's fucking Hawkman. There's elongated man there's red tornado there's wonder woman but no oh wonder woman's pretty awesome yeah I, <laughs> yeah i get i mean i wonder wonder woman i've always had a crush on so basically <laughs> so you think of her differently than as a superhero i do, I do. And, and in reality i probably have a crush on linda carter <laughs> Yeah, because probably. I would read the comic book periodically, and I'm like, yeah, I mean the outfit's awesome, <laughs> but um, but it was the like new one. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. I mean, Are you going to be disappointed to find out that Linda Carter's like 75 now? It's fine. <laughs> of course it is. I wonder if that helicopter is being picked up on the microphones. That sounds ominous. Right. I don't know. Um, all right. Well, I wasn't planning on talking about superheroes, but I learned I learned Hawkman exists and right. Elongated Man. I've never heard. I think I might have heard of Hawkman before, but definitely not Elongated Man. Right. Um, but going back to the ship thing and like being safe, like there's some risk to it, and I don't expect shipped to keep me safe. You know, and right. like if I was worried about it, I just wouldn't do it. And maybe it's because it's just a side thing for me. So I don't have to rely on it as much mm. as the people for who it's for whom it's their primary income, you know. And if it was, then maybe I would feel more passionate about it. But my my feeling is like there's people in there. I'm going to, I'm not going to like, you know, rub up against people or like, you know, lick anybody or anything. Does, does ship provide any protective equipment or? Well, they, there was this thing where like you filled out this form and they would send you like hand sanitizer and a mask and gloves and mm -hmm. or something. And then like they tell you to pick it up in aisle fucking 13 <laughs> on your way out well, they, they did <laughs> get it they did tell you they did tell you to go to target to get the mask oh really but like they're supposed to send you other stuff and i never got anything so I, I mean i don't know i got somebody i made my own mask and then one of the other ship shoppers gave me gave me these masks you know the fucking pee dude <laughs> go dude. 
<laughs> All right, back at it. Um, so yeah, I don't. I have. If I'm worried about it, I just won't do it. Right. And I'm. I, I know I'm lucky that I'm in that position that I can make that choice. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I kind of think you know the people that work at the grocery store don't have a choice and they're more at risk than I am, you know, I know. And, you know, I've noticed more, more are wearing masks and shit, but yeah. Up until last week, they're more, they, and, they uh, weren't. And, uh, dudes at Ace Hardware. I went to Ace today to pick up some items and, uh, wearing shit and they're like helping helping people carry stuff out yeah and they weren't wearing anything no yeah Yeah, i mean i i part of me thinks that i probably have it just from being in the store so much you know and maybe it's just that i'm not going to get sick from it because a lot of people are going to have it and just not get sick from it you know yeah yeah so and there's no way to tell and right right and like so really i'm just trying to avoid my contact like i don't want to be too close to you because you're going to go and see a bunch of vulnerable people so i don't want to give it to you i don't like my i i went grocery shopping for my dad yesterday and i've done it a couple times for him and then and i'm not bringing the groceries into his house you know i told him like i'll leave it on the doorstep and you can come get it from the doorstep you know i'm not going to bring it into your house and expose you to all this crap that i might have so um you know i definitely don't want to be around him and but other than that it's not like i see a lot of at-risk people you know and i'm not of course you know i i would I would feel so horrible if my kids ended up getting it from me, but like, I'm kind of in this situation that like, of course I'm going to see my kids, but I also need to do this, you know? So it's kind of like, all right, well, I don't really have a choice, but I'm not going to strike or I'm not, I don't, I don't expect anything from shipped for it, but you know, it's not my livelihood either. So I'm, I'm, the only thing I will say is that people people overall have been a lot more generous with this as far as like understanding and tipping and all of that. So it's been it's been good that way. Um, and it would be nice if it kept up, but <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think I'm pretty skeptical of people. I, yeah. I think we have a lot of amnesia. Yeah. We have a lot of revisionist history. And I th- think I'm like, especially in the next year or year and a half when, when, and if there's a vaccine and if it gets under control, I think we'll go back to being the same assholes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I think so. I mean, I think if, to me, I think the like ultimate was, um, 11. I mean, yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah, cool for a few months after that, or yeah. possibly longer. I don't know. We were you know, far removed from the epicenter, and I get that. But at, you know, you, you kind of had a feeling of a of a uh, unified country. But then, right, you no. Know, up until this happened, like 
everybody pretty much hates each other and yeah. <laughs> right each other and, yeah yeah. So, yeah yeah well i mean even you know standing in line to get into meyer this morning mm-hmm. there i got i usually get there after they open just so i don't have to stand in line but i was there like you know 10 or 15 minutes after they opened and there was still a line and there was like i don't know 50 people in line or right. whatever mm-hmm. and there's still people that just like skip the line and just walk right in right and meyer won't stop them oh really they don't want to put their people in the position of telling them like you got to go to the back of the line which i i I understand and like you know maybe those people don't know that the line is to get into the into the store and i mean i don't know what the hell else the line might be for maybe they're just not paying attention i don't know but there were the two ladies in front of me were kind of getting a little snippy about people just skirting the line and walking in and I don't think it would take much to drive people over the edge at this point. Yeah. I mean, I think like one of my, when I go to the grocery store, I love hear people complain. It's like complaining is entertaining to me at times because I like wonder, (laughs) like I seriously wonder what their life is like. I want to kind of follow them home and look through their windows and just see what the life is. Um, look through their windows and give them something, something to complain about. Yeah. You fucking want to complain? I'll give you something to fucking complain about. So like last week I'm in Strax. Uh, I don't think I mentioned it last week, but like I was, I was uh, at the end of one aisle and this lady was on the opposite end, and she couldn't, you know, find whatever fucking. This lady was in the tuna fish section, so she was looking for. Maybe she wanted one near uh, one of the fancier ones, like fucking like star kiss yellowfin albacore and fucking like vegetable oil and dill. I don't know. <laughs> But this lady was cussing. Something was empty, and she was like, "Fucking goddamn it!" Oh my like, gosh! Was like, like ripped into that empty shelf like no tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so I just like wondered, like, what's your life like that you're like screaming at a shelf? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is it like, what are you so fucking frustrated for? No. Yeah. It could have been a bad day, and she might have been working. She might have been laying brick. Yeah, somewhere, it, and she's uh, like, "That's the thing." I mean, you really know, wanted that can of tuna fish, <laughs> but that's what interests me about people. It it was the it was the dill. She really right. she really wanted the dill. Yeah. And the t- <laughs> yeah, I mean, you never know what people are going through, so it's you know, I always think, oh, I should cut people a break, but in that moment, sometimes it's really hard to cut people a break and not just think that they're all assholes. It is. But it's really hard. Um, I uh, <laughs> some I don't know where I saw this, but um, somebody pointed out, and I've been I've been thinking about it a lot since I saw that about. You know, in, in World War Two, okay, so we're we're at war and a good segment of the population has to go and like fight a war and like hundreds of thousands of them are going to die and like 
everybody else is affected by like rationing and, you know, women going into the workforce and, you know, switching to a war economy and, you know, Ford building tanks instead of cars and like all of that stuff to like save America. And like, I'm sure people complained, but like looking back at it, it's all like all for one and one for all. And, you know, Patriot pride and all of that stuff. And for this, like, Literally, we just have to stay at home and sit and do nothing and people still bitch about it, you know? It's like you're not being asked to do anything other than sit on your ass and watch Netflix. Right. <laughs> like, Well, yeah. I mean, that's what – yeah. I mean, and it's, uh, you know, a case-by-case basis. It's, you know, not always like that for every person. But I right. mean, around – the things I hear are like that. It's like – you know, I look at the person and wonder, like, yeah, I'm pretty sure you told me that you like to stay home a lot anyway. So right. what are you complaining about? Yeah, right. <laughs> Aren't you, like, in your paradise? Yeah, yeah, no kidding. And I, I just hope people are getting, you know, all those things that they say, oh, I don't have time for this. Like, I, I, you have time for it now, so I hope you're getting all of this this other stuff yeah, done. Yeah, I mean, you know? there's there's still a bunch i I think i mentioned this last thursday or monday there's things i'm still saying i don't have time for that (laughs) right i gotta gotta learn this fucking song i mean (laughs) i can't clean my garage out right now (laughs) well i mean you you know you just we just did a a walk through this is the first time you've been at my house and you see like in my room, I have, you know, a hundred t-shirts just piled up there, like waiting to be put away and organized and all of that stuff. Right. But like, eh, like if I can do that or I can, you know, I don't, whatever, like that's, yeah, I, I think, don't know. You know, whatever you're doing to keep yourself like occupied, I don't, I, you really, I mean, it, it's really just, you just got to make it through. You right. just have to muddle through, you know? No. And if you're not, if you're not going crazy and you're not getting too down, right. then you're doing fine. Right. Time, I, you know, I feel time is still flying by. Oh, I mean, it, it for sure is. Third right now. And, yeah. You know, we stop recording together in uh, in the Florida room, what, like March, what, 18th or something or something like that. Yeah. Maybe the a 18th week earlier or a few yeah. days after that. And yeah, I mean, that's two months already. Really. Yeah. And, yeah. It is, it is flying by and like, you know, working from home, it's just, you know, like it's Friday before I know it, which right, yeah. I appreciate, you know, so, um, it, it just makes me wonder like how much longer, like I know Indiana's easing things up a little bit, but even, you know, just thinking about my kids, like playing their spring sports, like the earliest they're going to be able to play is like June 11th or 14th or something, you know? So that's still like six weeks away. I think they will. I like, I think I think that they'll probably try. Really? I think that they're going to try as as much as they can, and maybe you know get a six week season in with no practices. Just be like, all right, you guys, we're starting. Everybody's going to suck, whatever. But let's go play some games. If I was in charge, that's what I would do. Yeah. And hopefully they'll just like forget about all stars and all that bullshit this year. Like let's let's let every kid play and not worry about like 
all stars and act like all that shit makes a difference. Like, like you're speaking mostly to b- baseball and softball, right? Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's all my like, kids play. I don't know. Like, I have nothing invested in it. So, I mean, I'm like, do you hope or do you think they're looking at like, like bench, like, bench allocation like are they gonna have a kid every like six feet like oh like yeah part of me thinks that that like stuff like that just isn't happening they're gonna say that's i didn't yeah i mean this this year's a total wash yeah now i feel um it's this may be stupid of me, which, which is every day of my life. But <laughs> I think, I think a lot of like get-togethers or functions or whatever are gonna be like are gonna be hinged on professional sports. I think, you know, if um, uh, if there's not some type of type of big sporting event that's gonna trickle down into college and then trickle down into amateur and then you're like local organized sports because of like because if you don't take your like son's baseball team if you don't you know like separate on the bench or on the field, then why not just go all out then? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. It's, it's kind of like you, you have to do distancing everywhere or why bother doing it anywhere? Right. You know, cause like, yeah. Cause if my son is sitting right next to some other kid, then like my family might as well just hang out with their family. Right. You know? Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, it might not be like, it's very, tricky right yeah yeah i um yeah i don't know it'll be interesting to see what happens and i you know i think i think probably to me the the interesting thing is going to be like how everybody feels at the end of the year Mm -hmm. or like in the fall or whatever when summer's over Mm -hmm. and like you didn't do the things that you usually do in the summer and like next spring which is annually (laughs) <laughs> I mean, really? <laughs> <laughs> True. But, but like, but like next spring when it's time for, you know, baseball to start or for my daughter's softball team to start and she hasn't played in two years mm-hmm. instead of just not playing for one year, you know, right. it, if you're really going to be itching to get back out there, you know. Right. Or if you like forget how fun it was or like the thing that, that my kids and I were just talking about this week is like, there's no way 4th of July festivities are going forward. Well, I, uh, I'm pretty sure that there are already canceled. Oh, are they? Okay. Just like parades and, and sure. fireworks. Like there's no way that stuff's happening. Uh, so they canceled that at like the end of March, early April. Oh, did they? Already. Okay. So, yeah. You know, I know that the, for indiana is to be you know like fully open i think like don't quote me but like phase five or whatever the 
Governor Holcomb terms it as. I think like they're hoping to be in like phase five by July 4th, which means that you're not really there yet. So I think any, you know, your fireworks shows are going to be in your fucking backyard. Yeah, I think so. Or the snakes. (laughs) I love ash snakes. Snakes and sparklers. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It, it'll be an interesting, well, I don't know. It'll be an interesting summer or a boring summer. I don't know. Right. I mean, there is some, there's so many good things that happen in the summer, like outside of that, you know, and most of what you want to do in the summer is right. not most, but a lot of what you want to do in the summer is just with your family and with the people that you're tight with anyway. Well, so I if think, you can yeah. still do that. I mean, I, th- I think a lot of it, fortunately i'm still working and i mean a lot of my activities are based upon the availability of of uh, free time i have so right i mean hopefully i'll be working still and yeah nothing much will change really but like you know i had planned on before this all happened plan on hanging out here often yeah. I mean, maybe we still can on the outside and yeah, things like that. So, yeah, uh, it'll be interesting. Part of me is just – I've pretty much written this year off. I've accepted yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, it's – that's just – how it is well if we do hang out here one of the things we can do is cut down this tree well I'm, it doesn't it doesn't look good i'm always for a chopping down of a tree with you know <laughs> with the fucking experience i have logging up in oregon and washington yeah my my experience is up in maine in those forest roads in maine but right that's like that's what like a 30 foot tall tree oh. and and, okay. and like i can't even tell what kind of tree it is because all the bark is like right. peeled off of it or dead or something and well i notice um little part of your backyard has there's a spot that there's not a lot of grass in and it's talking to me it's saying fire pit yeah yeah yeah. i think the previous tenant had a fire pit there yeah for sure so that that'll be although i mean having the fire pit directly below that kindling of a tree i don't know (laughs) you know as long as no sparks float up i guess we'll be all right but but even if the tree catches fire i mean it's a it's a it's a pretty sizable backyard so even if the tree catches fire like that whole tree can burn without burning the house i think so That'll be fine. <laughs> this is from the uh, experts' opinions. Yeah, yeah, we'll be fine. And I, I especially like how that huge limb back there is just hovering over that fence. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how that thing's hanging on, but that's bad news for the well, fence I mean, back it there. Look, it pretty much it looks like a hanging penis. <laughs> it's just like there. It has a downward curve that all of us gentlemen have and we don't have that length like, on it but yeah like 12 branches at the yeah, end is that I mean, that's, maybe that's a little different that's an std actually <laughs> so that's like those traumatic pictures we saw in health class in 10th grade 
So speaking of uh, STDs, <laughs> the Kentucky Derby would have been yesterday. <laughs> And uh, there is no segue. I've, uh, I have. How are you tying these two things together? I have, I have always been a been a fan of like using segues and talking about something totally different because they're so <laughs> random. But so yesterday would have been, I think, the like. I'm not going to act like I'm some racing expert. The 100th something running of the Kentucky Derby. Uh, and you missed out. Well, so I will. Who was your pick to win this year? <laughs> Secretariat. <laughs> Which technically I'm right because they they uh, ran a virtual derby yesterday with the best horses in history. Oh, did I they? And he won. But. <clears throat> so. <laughs> There's a segue, actually, uh, because I like Secretariat may be one of the best athletes in sports history. I've heard this argument before. Well, and I'm not <laughs> here to argue. I'm here to drop fact. So, no, no, so, so I had never. Best four-legged athlete. He's got twice as many legs. He should be a good athlete. I had never watched his races. I never watched the triple crown. Yeah. Part of that. Cause I wasn't alive, but I mean, <laughs> we've had years of fucking YouTube and I never watched it. And yeah, yesterday, uh, last night I was uh, thinking about it and I thought I'm, I'm going to watch, I'm going to watch some race from I'm going to watch 77 or the something fucking Kentucky Derby, the Preakness and the Belmont stakes. Yes. So, so I pulled each one up and they're like film quality is horrible. Yeah. You know, whatever. And, and I'm not going to act like I, know anything about horse racing i really there are little people on the backs of horses and they run fast uh, and they get whipped i mean that's pretty much horse racing right there but, i'm sure they appreciate being called little people right well, well they are little it's a fact they're people um so i having only read that he won the not knowing how how he won it, I kind of expected him to blow blow the field out of the water, like at right the first furlong, <laughs> right terminate. <laughs> You've been waiting to up. use I, furlong forever. I have no idea what the fuck a furlong is. <laughs> so, but at the Derby, he he was kind of in the middle of the pack for a majority of the race. Yeah. Then he turned it on and yeah. won. Then at the Preakness, the, the same thing happened. Kind of middle, kind of made an earlier move, I think. Because the, I have no clue. Correct me if I'm wrong. The pre the Kentucky Derby is the longest and the Belmont's the shortest and Preakness is in the middle or maybe 
I thought it started shortest to longest, but I could be wrong. I'm yeah, not I sure. I think Belmont's the shortest race. Okay. Uh, sorry, horse racing fans. We no don't know clue. anything about that either. Uh, Art and horse racing. Those are the two things we've been deficient in so far. Right. The only two things. So, so in the Preakness, he, he made a move earlier and went one that. But in the Belmont, he he blew people like out of the water from like start to finish. I mean, he, he, he was like mid pack in, in the first turn or whatever. But then after that, like he was maybe like, because it was shorter. So he knew he had to get to get down to business right away. Right. That's yeah. why I, I, I think the Belmont is the shortest. Ah, okay. I, yeah. I, I could be wrong. I mean, it's like, it, to my eyes, the Kentucky Derby seem seem like the longest race. How many furlongs was that? right? But he, uh, he at the Belmont, he fucking won by like twenty two lengths. Oh my because god! He, Holy cow! He really blew him out of the water then. Right. I mean, holy he, he cow. Was like, Usain Bolt in a 2008 200-meter dash. Yeah. I mean, it was incredible. Um, but, yeah, I was – you hear all this hype. You disagree, obviously. Brett is scowling at me calling a horse an athlete. No. <laughs> but I, no I think it's one of those things I – if you're a sports fan, but not a horse horse fan, watch watch them. They're inter- yeah. very interesting. I yeah. Then I did a little research on his on his history after that because I wonder if he like you know he he retired when he was like four years old or yeah whatever and you no know, then then he. he goes into studying yeah John stud <laughs> get my horse come out and but he oh no a horse won in the triple crown like last year didn't they or the year before Two or something ago, maybe yeah, i think yeah. he but he was the last one to do it before that i think maybe maybe not no i th- didn't like eight bells do it i have no idea i don't but i think the only Horses I know are Secretariat and then the one from the twenties. The one that uh Toby Maguire did a movie. Sea Biscuit. Sea Biscuit, yeah. Well, yeah. There's a horse from the twenties for her. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wait, when when was Secretariat? Nineteen seventy seven, is that right? Well, I think it was nineteen seventy three. Oh, okay. Well, let me yeah. check, check a few things because yeah well the, i know as soon as you say the name i'll know i'll recognize that that like really old horse because i know i know it is a famous horse but i yeah so I can't. he won in 73 oh uh, pardon me technically he 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 won the Belmont by 31 lanes. 31? Holy cow. That's what the announcer said real time. So. <laughs> uh, Man of War. Man of War, that's yeah. the one, yeah. So here's, so 
apparently there's a th- there's the the X factor that certain horses have, and it's <laughs> I am not a vet. I am only a part time d- doctor. <laughs> so there's a fucking gene that 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 like this like best horses might have and it like makes their heart larger like oh gosh done autopsies on on these like great rate great race horses and their like yeah. heart is like twice this size of a regular horse if Holy i'm cow. not mistaken like a fucking horse's heart is like eight or nine pounds but like man of war's heart was like 17 or 18 pounds oh my gosh so when they did the autopsy on uh on um secretariat or the that crop whatever if fucking yeah like, cut him up they the doctor didn't weigh his heart which is like uh, it's oh he just estimated <laughs> <laughs> he said, yeah, that feels like 16 like pounds. Years later and said, well, I mean, if I did weigh his heart, it probably would have been like 13 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> but wouldn't you, if you're in that realm of like horses and you're into horses and this X factor is like out there, this rumor or, or myth wouldn't you weigh the fucking horse's heart? Not just right. This yeah, isn't like um, no Lipton tea. The horse that's like <laughs> trying to fucking like give horseback rides in Lowell. <laughs> right. Area. Yeah, you you'd, you'd think you want to know everything you could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's crazy. Well, all right. That's something else to check out on YouTube. If I can pull myself away from the world star hip hop. <laughs> or, the, or, or the uh, earwax removal. <laughs> or I can, I can combine the two and get, uh, and watch, um, oh, what's the name of the movie where Alex Karras punches out a horse? Punches uh, a horse. Blazing saddles? <laughs> blazing saddles, yeah. Combine the uh, the hit the world star and the and the horses. Yeah, George Papadopoulos. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um well speaking speaking of, of good television like Webster mm-hmm. and good good films like Blazing Saddles. I had talked about this um this Netflix series that I wanted to watch Hollywood a few weeks ago, the Ryan Murphy series. So it came out, uh, May 1st, which was Friday at like 2 AM. And I wanted to watch it so bad. I was like, all right, I'm going to set my alarm for 2 AM and get up and watch one or two of these episodes. I didn't, but the next day I watched a couple. Um, Do you want to work at a gas station now? I want to work at a gas station. What does that mean? Did you watch them? No. Oh, oh okay. Oh, did you watch yeah. it? <laughs> I'm surprised. I mean, yes, I watched the whole thing. I didn't I didn't wake up at 2 a.m. and watch it. Did you watch the whole thing? No, uh-uh. Okay. Uh, 
Emily is a fan of that era of Hollywood. Okay. It's, did you like it? Yeah, I like it. It's interesting. Okay. I, so I, I watched two during the day and then, um, I put, I like Friday night, I was like, okay, I'm just going to watch another episode. And then I watched the last five episodes. So I watched the whole thing within like 24 hours when it was released. And it is so good. Okay. And I was going to tell you, I, I didn't think that you would like it, but um, <laughs> that's funny about the gas station. <laughs> but um, it was, I, I expected to like it. And I, did you read any reviews of it or anything? No, I just, I went on IMDb and I was uh, looking at the ratings for, for each one and, what I thought hap- would happen happened. I, the first one was like rated seven point six, and they were increasingly better. Yeah, so, yeah. I, mean, I kind of have high expectations. Yeah. yeah. Well, I I read some reviews, and a lot of people just tore it apart and said it was like the worst thing that Ryan Murphy's ever done, and they had like all these problems with it. And I I, I shouldn't say I read the reviews; I skimmed the reviews because. I don't really care what any reviewer says about something that I want to watch. Like, I don't care if you think it's good or not, Mr. Reviewer, because you're, you're looking at it through from a different lens than I am. You know, like, I am weird like that. I don't read reviews on music. That pisses me off. But sometimes I'll read a review on a show and I let it sway to whether I watch it. Whether you should watch Which it or not, yeah. Idiotic. I mean, I yeah. should just fucking watch it because, you know, take the the great movie D- D- uh, Delta Force. I mean, is, you know, that getting great reviews? The <laughs> fucking classic. <laughs> well... I knew I knew from like the the first few minutes of it that I was going to like it because I was I had an, a certain expectation for what it would be and within the first few minutes I was like yes this is exactly what I expected it to be and it lived up to it like throughout it it there were you and you probably got this a lot in the first episode that there were just moments that you're like oh my god like they were just like so like surprising and like not I don't know if it wasn't what you were expecting, but like kind of over the top. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know what to think about it before I watched you. You had mentioned that you were wanting to watch it a couple of weeks ago. I, I yeah. talked about it on here. I didn't know you didn't talk about what the premise was. Right. Really. So, I mean, I wasn't expecting what i saw but i like it i mean yeah yeah it it was really good and i i'm a fan like i love holly hollywood and like i love the oscars and like movies and all of that stuff and those operations (laughs) what (laughs) the gas station type operation fucking brilliant (laughs) (laughs) and and it was good to see what's his name dylan mcdermott Like that guy, I love that guy. That guy's just cool. And like, I don't know, the, the whole entire cast was just awesome. Right. But um, two things stuck out to me about, about it, just comparing it to other things that I've seen. One, there's a scene in the final episode where 
um, you probably haven't seen Jim Parsons yet. Yeah, he's in the second one. Oh, he is. So you you saw okay. So, and in, in the final episode, there's a scene where it's actually at the Oscars, and he's like they're walking into the theater, and somebody just stops him and is just like rails into him and is like, "You're an asshole. You're the worst person ever." Blah blah blah, and just like totally destroys him, and like he's just got this look on his face if just like you know, he's so hurt and he's so like scared because the person who just told him that is like a hundred percent right. And like totally called him out on everything that he was. And then, and he just has this like totally like hurt look on his face and behind him is all like the paparazzi and everything. And so the guy who's yelling at him, like turns and walks away. And then he turns, the paparazzi calls his name and he turns and faces the paparazzi. And just as he's facing the paparazzi, the look on his face totally changes from like hurt and disgust to a smile. And he looks like totally happy. And it's just like one of those things that like, this is the fallacy of it, or this is the reality of it. And oh, it's showtime. So now it's time for the fallacy of it. And there, there was the exact same moment in the movie Rocket Man about Elton John, where like, he's in this like big emotional scene, like really upsetting scene behind the curtain. He's just about to go on stage. And then like, as soon as the curtain opens, he grabs this like, baton or scepter or something and walks out and the curtain opens and he's got this smile and it's like as soon as he's on stage he's a completely different person and when i saw that it was just like man that's totally that's totally like hollywood you know you just have to like put on the show the show of it and then the other thing that struck me and i can't i have no idea how i even noticed this but as soon as i saw it i was like this is so a few weeks ago i i talked about how much I loved um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. In the, I think it's the final episode again, or maybe the second to last episode, there's a scene where Dylan McDermott and two of the other characters are in a restaurant and they're talking, okay? And I'm, I'm looking at it and I'm like, this is the same exact scene, same exact place, that Leonardo DiCaprio and Al Pacino had a scene in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood at the very beginning of it. Was it? So I pulled it up. I pulled one up on my laptop and one up on Netflix on my TV and compared them. It's the exact same thing. Really? It's the same. I don't know if it's like a famous restaurant. The only difference is like one is a square table and one's a round table. Like and I, I took a picture of it. I'll, I will actually, I haven't been on Instagram forever, but I will actually post it on Instagram so you can see like the two things together. And it's just great. Like they obviously use the exact same place, the exact same like location in that, inside that place. The only thing different is like the camera angle is off a little bit. Like one is, it's a little bit higher than the other, but I just thought I'm I'm paying way too much attention to these things if I realize that these are the exact same scenes in two different things that I've watched weeks apart. Maybe it's because I recently watched the, the one movie right. and, and both both scenes are like very impactful mm-hmm. scenes and like it, it is a unique place, right. so it it stuck out. But yeah, I, I didn't think it disappointed at all. I thought it was great and um. The, the character development was great and the 
the like sets and the costumes and like you really feel like you're you're watching something from like the late 40s it's crazy and um i don't i mean i guess it's well you haven't watched it all the way through but like it seems like something that they're not going to be able to do another season of because unless they are just doing like a uh, you know the next 10 years or something i don't know i don't know how these like anthology things work maybe they like come back next year with a all new storyline or whatever but well i mean um, ryan murphy does a american horror story right 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 that's and that's something different every year right Um, okay so yeah i mean you know this was in the late 40s maybe for the next season he moves into the 50s and shows how things because like the basic storyline for those of you who who haven't watched it or haven't read about it is like it's it tells the story of 1940s hollywood and how it would be different if it was more inclusive and it wasn't just like straight white people that got a shot so like there's a lot of a lot of um gay people a lot of uh there's a there's a black actress and a black writer and an Asian actress an Asian actress yeah and an Asian half Asian director and so like there's all these you know and it, it really makes you think like how things would have been different and how much good talent did you miss out on because it was all just like you know well, yeah, the same I mean, boring white people real I'm sure at like aspects of it are true I mean whether right. it was like actual people but I mean, that happened in everything. In every, right. Yeah. Whether it was movies or sports or regular jobs. Right, right. And the, but the other interesting thing about it was watching it from like, you know, a present day perspective was like how not big of a deal any of those identifying things were in relation to what they were doing. Like who cares if the writer's gay and black, Right. that has like no effect on whether he's putting out good work, you know? And like, who cares if like, you know, these two or three actors are gay, like what that has nothing to do with their performances, you know? And just the fact that like they were missing out on so many things just because of that is just, it's so like, frustrating and sad you know but um so if you if you haven't watched it so are you are you gonna watch the rest of it yeah yeah it's it for sure got i mean i i loved the first episode but i think every episode got better and by the time it was over i was like pretty upset that it was i was like pretty annoyed that it wasn't i mean i'm trying not to watch a bunch of Try not to binge to make it last longer. Right. So I mean, it'll uh, it'll be a few, maybe a couple weeks before it's finished. So yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I you know, I I I haven't been. I've the kids and I have watched a couple shows, and um, we just started this show, Just Add Magic, which is a, a show about three like. 12 year old girls who find this magic cookbook and it's, it's a total kid show. And like the first couple episodes, I was like, Oh God, this is not the best, but the more I watch it, the more I'm like, all right, well, let's watch another episode. This is pretty good. 
it just goes back to my thing that like, I don't know if I have the most discerning taste, you know, because like, most things I watch and enjoy. I think if it's whatever entertains you, I mean, right. it is like, I am still 100% entertained by Tom and Jerry. <laughs> the equivalent of if I was entertained by, or I actually can't, by like something more substantive the, the Shawshank uh, yeah. Redemption yeah and the other part about like the Shawshank Redemption and Tom and Jerry there's like different you're getting different things out of it you know so like I think that's part of liking a lot of different things is that you have to get out of it what you can yeah or recognize that like not everything is going to be the same kind of entertainment right. yeah I mean there are different forms and i mean if you like it you like it i mean that's yeah. doesn't matter what it is yeah well check out hollywood by ryan murphy and especially if you're at all into hollywood or hollywood history or like that 1940s time period or and uh while you're taking a walk back into history watch the 1973 Three triple crown races. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Watch uh, Secretariat and watch him destroy the competition. <clears throat> All right. I think that's. Uh, I think that's an episode, Brian. I, I think so, also. And you know, we're drinking beer. Uh, we're recording this a little earlier than usual on a Sunday, but, um, you know, Brett picked up some awesome beer from Brewfest uh, in Highland. Um, I'm drinking some Tangerine IPA, I think. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't mean that Lang Ice is taking a back seat on this beautiful Sunday afternoon. It just means I'm <laughs> drinking beer. And then later on, I'll be, I'm pretty sure that's how Brewfest keeps their kegs oh, cold, is, yeah. is laying mean, ice. There's there some type of laying ice system there. But the <laughs> point is, whether you're drinking beer and you're not going to put laying or ice in beer, but maybe you're you're in your backyard, you're, you're uh, at your friend's house, and you're socially distancing, and you, and, uh, and you brought your own cooler. Now, laying ice isn't going to fucking melt melting a cooler either so just use it to keep your beer cold or your water cold or pop and remember when you're using it make your drink happy make happy laying ice guaranteed guaranteed all right well looking at the forecast for the next seven days i think this is the first this is the last outdoor yeah, yeah pretty one much we're for gonna... like fucking 10 days probably <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we had talked about doing one outdoor and just like crazy horrendous weather just to see how it was but uh, i don't think so <laughs> so uh we'll be back in our separate spaces i think for the next one but this is just the beginning it's just may it's uh third right and I know I've said this before, but this spring has kicked the shit out of last spring. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. So we'll have we'll have a lot more episodes coming uh, coming from the backyard oasis, and um, 
tune in on Thursday for the next episode. And until then, leave us a review, tell your friends, and thanks for listening. Bye-bye.